What's up, girl? I'm Caitlin, and this is the Happy Healthy Girl Podcast. If you are looking to dive into personal growth, spirituality, and the overall action of leveling up, you are in the right place. Weekly, we are going to grow together into our most authentic selves unapologetically. As an author, educator, and the CEO of the Happy Healthy Community, I strive to always deliver you pure excellence to take you from simply living to abundantly thriving in every area of your life. Are you ready, girlfriend? Let's jump in. Awesome. Welcome to the Happy Healthy Girl podcast. Today we have on a really amazing guest. I was so excited. I did like a little happy dance when you said yes. Um, So welcome, Gabrielle Stone. Hi, thank you for having me. I love the name of this podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. Awesome. I'm so pumped to have you on. I like binged your book in like a week and I don't read books at all. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And your second one I've already ordered. It's in my Amazon or I made the Amazon order. It's like on route to me. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Well, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It's, it's been a crazy whirlwind week for me with the second one coming out. So it's been wild. (laughs) I can't even imagine, but I'm so excited for you. That makes me so happy for you. So for those that might not know who you are listening to this podcast, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Maybe your Yes. (laughs) My name is Gabrielle Stone and I've grown up, born and raised in Los Angeles. I am an actress and director and most recently added author to my resume. And it kind of happened to me. I was not a writer (laughs) and I, you know, got married and had what I thought was this happy life and this beautiful wedding. And coming up on our two year anniversary, my husband at the time, I found out he was having an affair with a 19 year old for six months and I filed for divorce, left shortly after that. I met a guy and we fell madly in love with each other and had this (laughs) whirlwind romance. And he convinced me to join him on a month long trip to Italy. 48 hours before we were getting on the plane, he told me he needed to go by himself. And I was absolutely devastated. He broke my heart like my ex-husband never could have done. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I had a decision to make, and that was either stay at home heartbroken or go travel Europe for a month by myself. So I took a backpack and did six countries over the span of a month and wrote Eat, Pray, FML about it all. (laughs) Amazing. And it's such a good book. Um, And so many things that you brought up in the book, I was like, oh, yeah, that has happened to me or something like similar. It's like, I feel like so many people can resonate with it just the way the dating world kind of is right now. Yeah, totally. It's not just about divorce and heartbreak. It's, it's kind of got something that everybody can relate to because Mm -hmm. heartbreak and grief is universal. We've all Mm -hmm. gone through it in some way in our life. And it's, it's a book that, you know, feels like you're traveling with your best friend while you're drinking wine, but also is like watching a crazy Netflix show and is also really helping you heal in a lot of ways without making it feel like a self-help book. (laughs) I love that. That's like a great description. Whenever someone was asking for a referral in the summertime, I was like this book and they'd be like, why? I'm like, cause it's so like authentic and real. Like, like you can connect to it. Like you said, yeah, you're welcome. And I personally read it on the beach drinking wine so that's the perfect place that's the perfect setting for it yeah, it was a really great read <laughs> um so at that point in your life you said that you were married did you expect to like have the amount of growth that you have had in the past few years since that happened or did you kind of think like I'm kind of grown like this is who I am and how how was that experience 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody goes into any sort of commitment or phase of their life thinking this is going to be the time where my life blows up and I grow exponentially from it. Um, But that is what happened. I remember when I was going through it, some of my more spiritual friends were like, this is your Saturn return, Gabrielle. And I was like, what's a Saturn return? And there was like, it's like at the time of your life when everything goes to shit and blows Mm -hmm. up and you end up healing and becoming a different person. And that's exactly what happened to me. So no, I didn't expect it. But once it was rolling, I I kind of just embraced it and went with it because I knew that it was happening for a reason and I was going to grow immensely from it. Yeah. That's awesome. Where would you, for people that are maybe kind of like in a transition, like whether they know if they're in their sound return or not, but they're definitely going into a transition, things have fallen apart. What kind of advice would you give to them or resources that they could pull on that were, have been helpful for you and that, and I feel like we're always growing, but just throughout your growth journey. I mean, I'll always recommend travel and solo travel at that. Um, when you're able to go somewhere by yourself, spend time with yourself, realize how capable you are by yourself um, without all the distractions of other people uh, influencing that. I think it's a really powerful thing to be able to really finally be with yourself. There's a lot of growth that can happen there. Um, And to remember that healing isn't linear. So Mm -hmm. there are days where you'll be like, I'm a badass. I'm totally ahead of the game. I'm feeling great. I'm healing. And then there's days where you're like, I feel like I just took five steps back and don't want to get out of bed. And all of that is valid and all of that is okay. Um, So to remember that. And my biggest thing when going through any type of growth or healing is to really remember that even if you can't see it at the moment, everything Mm -hmm. happens for a reason. And when you can hold on to that and know that even if you can't see it now, it's going to unfold. That's kind of like a beacon of light that you can hold on to. And if you can just keep going and I can get to that reason, all of this will be worth it. Yeah, I really like that. Because even um, one of my friends and I, we're both going through a very big transitions. Like we've switched careers and different things like that. End of relationships. And when we were chatting, we were talking about how like other times in our life, we were going through hard moments and we thought that we weren't going to make it through but reminding ourselves that we did make it through and it made us into who we are now. So like as hard as this stuff is that we're going through right now, it's going to make you into who you become. And that version of you is going to be just so grow, like grown and more well-rounded because you've now experienced this as well. Totally. And I think that a lot of times, you know, when we go through stuff like that, it seems like the biggest deal mm-hmm. at that time. And then we go through other things later in life and we look back and we're like, oh my God, it seemed like the end of the world, but that really was nothing compared to what I'm dealing with now or compared yeah. to this other situation. So I think that's a very, very good way to look at it and know that you're going to come out the other end a different human and it's going to be really worth it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, I do have some other questions for you, but honestly, something just happened in my personal life and I really want to chat with you about it. So I'm feeling like I'm being a little like, oh, can you hear me? Oh dear. Oh, okay. no. oh there oh, we go. Perfect. There you are. Okay. There you are. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. That's okay. Um, I was just saying that like, I have some questions for you, but I also just had something or something that's happening in this moment. Um, in my personal life, and I kind of want to chat with you about it. <laughs> um, yes. 
So I feel like I'm being love bombed in this moment. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And I would love to talk about like if you could tell everyone what love love bombing is. And we can just chat on that for a little bit. Totally. Yes. So I didn't know what love bombing was uh, when it was happening to me. I actually discovered it kind of recently, probably about a year ago now. And when I saw it, it was like, oh, my God, this is literally what I went through. And it's basically when you're you meet someone or you're in a relationship and everything starts happening very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Like I love you comes very quickly. They automatically want to have a title on the relationship. They want to be with you all the time. They're planning extravagant trips, for example, Um, wanting you to meet their family, like all of the things. And it's happening at a very quickened pace. So the reason why this happens is because the person doing the love bombing is trying to fill a void within themselves. So it's someone that isn't fully happy and fulfilled just on their own. Mm -hmm. And they meet someone and they're like, Ooh, this feels good. This feels like the void is filling up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So they try and like bring you in more and more and more. And then they eventually realize that it's not going to work because the only way you can fill a void is filling it yourself. And when that happens and they realize that then they leave. So you're left at the height of the honeymoon stage where you're like, wait, what just happened? I thought we were like riding off into the sunset. Um, And it can happen in different ways. There's, you know, like the narcissistic love bomb where it's premeditated and it's Mm -hmm. done from a malicious place of wanting to like bring this person in to control them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the unconscious love bomb where someone's just broken and they're trying to make themselves feel better. Um, And that's a difficult one because you can't really fault them for it because it's unconscious, but it's right. still fucked up and not okay. Yeah. I don't know which so one which I'm What do you think is happening to you? I What's think going on? Maybe. I don't know. So uh, so I'm just going to be open and honest. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, so this individual that I, was, uh, I am currently seeing, I don't really know what's going on right now. Basically, um, we did a lot of, like, we got, we met, and then we literally spent, like, every day together. So it was, like, immediate, like, honeymoon phase, like, constantly texting, constantly hanging out. Um, We went on a a camping trip. Um, He wanted to take me to some cottage, wanted to take me skiing in the wintertime. And I was, like, I, like, honestly, like, I've fallen for him. So, but because I've read your book and I've done a lot of personal growth, I'm pretty aware of, like, when things are happening. So more recently, I've ha- I've gone back to school because I was on summer break. So I had all this time to do all these things. And his job is very, like, flexible. Like, he basically chooses his hours. Um, and so as soon as I started doing school this week, I felt like a shift in his energy. Whereas, like, I wouldn't get any messages all day. Um, and even when I was there, like, I went over last night. Um, it just felt very, very off. And it almost feels more like... He's using me, like you said, to kind of fill a void. He just ended a, a nine-year relationship only three months ago. So that's another oh. major point. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's love bombing, but it kind of feels that way because we were like really happy and now like I barely hear from him. Right. Well, look, honestly, it's it's not something that you can just look at facts and diagnose that that's yeah. happening because there are people that meet and spend all the time together and go off and get married and live happily ever after. You know, mm-hmm. there's always exceptions to rules and it's never black and white. Right. Um, but the biggest thing I would say is com- communication. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to sit there and be like, look, there's been a big shift. Um, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but like, this is how we were. This is how it is now. Mm -hmm. What's going on and give him a chance to at least 
communicate back and tell you, you know, because there could be a perfectly good reason if he's like insecure and wanting to like give you space because he knows you're starting school. Um, but to give him the chance to, to clear the air in that. Um, and that's also a really good indicator if he's capable of having a conversation like that. Mm -hmm. Um, if he's not, that's not something you want to be pursuing for a long term. Yeah. Anyways. It was uh, on the weekend, too. He wanted me to, He's moving to a new place because the person that he was with before, they shared the house, so there's a new house. And he was like, he, you should just move in with me. And I was like, mm, no. That That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Like, it's only been a few yeah. weeks of knowing each other. Like, I think I'm good right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> dealing with that right now. But definitely, I agree. He's away this weekend. And my, my plan, anyway, is to chat with him when he gets back just to be like, hey, like, I just, like something feels off. Like, can we we talk about it? And I mean, like, you know, for anyone that jumps into a relationship after they've been in one for nine years and they get into another one that quickly, that's something to like communicate about and to Mm -hmm. have like an open discussion about, you know, to make sure that that's not happening, that you're not replacing something that's now missing with them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel like he needs a lot of growth, but it's just... Personally, for me, I'm being a little selfish because it's the first guy I've liked in a long time. So <laughs> I hear you, girl. The amount of things that we will ignore mm-hmm. because we're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, and how we excuse things that we blatantly see and recognize, it you, you are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for chatting me with that. Um, I heard this, uh, I guess, quote, not really a quote, a saying that people say sometimes, and I wanted to get your kind of thoughts and opinions on it. Um, so I think I saw it on TikTok probably. That's where I spend most of my time anyways. Right. <laughs> it goes, it's okay to miss them and not want them back in your life. Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, look, I, I think people spend so much time when they are recovering from a heartbreak focusing on not thinking about the person or getting over them and like feeling better the what you should be focusing on is your mental health and how you are moving forward and feeling on the inside Mm -hmm. if that you know if that still means that you think of them sometimes and you miss them but you are very clear that they are not someone that benefits you or lifts you up or is good for you Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think everybody like, you know, takes their own time to kind of navigate through those different heartbreaks and those different feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have an ex from college. I've wished that we could be friends since we broke up. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened. I don't think it will happen. Um, but it's, you know, yeah. that's normal. Mm-hmm. Any Anyone that you share a specific connection with, I think that's totally normal. Mm-hmm. Um, is it healthy to be thinking about them 24 seven? No. <laughs> um, so I, I think it's to each their own in that sense. But I mean, that's a, it's a quote that definitely, that's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. I have a second one for you. That's also all over okay. TikTok. Um, I, maybe you've seen it, but it goes, if he want to, if he wanted to, he would. And there's like back and forth arguments on it. So I just would love to get your perspective on it. No, there's no back and forth argument. In it. That's <laughs> fucking fact. Um, okay, I, that's how my I boyfriend, too, like, 100%. yeah, my boyfriend is a walking example of that. Mm-hmm. Like 
there, you know, so many of my girlfriends go through the, well, maybe I should just like wait to text him because it's been this amount of days. It's like, no, the games games are, if he wanted to fucking text you, he would text you. If he wanted to see you, he would make it Mm -hmm. a priority and he would see you, um, period. And until you really experience that, like in a very obvious way, you will continue to like make excuses and be like, well, maybe this, and he's probably just this. And then you experience it the opposite. And you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like. This is what a real man showing up and like saying what he wants Mm -hmm. is, is like, um, so no, I call bullshit on, (laughs) on people that think that that's on the same side for that one. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay. More about you. What's one of your biggest, um, accomplishments that you're most proud of from the past year? I mean, it's so boring, I guess, to say, but the book, um, like the first book and the second book. Yeah. The second one was probably a more difficult experience for me. Mm. Um, It it spans over two years Mm -hmm. when Eat, Pray, FML, if you can believe it, was over three and a half months. Um, So it was a lot more of my life. It was going back and recounting some things I wasn't that proud of Mm. um, and some missteps that I had in my life. And you know, it it talks a lot about the current relationship I'm in now and knowing that he was going to have to read a lot of that, not that he didn't know anything, but it's still, it's different to read everything in detail. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a, it was a hard, hard one for me to write, um, and took a lot out of me. So I'm really proud that I was able to finish it, put it out, even with the fear of all the judgment that I had. Um, And it's only been out for a week and a half now. And the DMs that I've already gotten from people really connecting with, healing with, and resonating with the Mm -hmm. very things that I was nervous about Mm -hmm. is a very huge lesson for me to, to walk through the fear. That's amazing. And thank you for sharing your story. Like you're changing so many lives. I'm sure you know, but you you. are like mine included. (laughs) Oh, thanks girl. I appreciate that. You're most welcome. Um, next question. What is lighting you up in, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. What is lighting you up in this season of your life? You know, it's been kind of interesting because, you know, I've had the excitement of the book releasing Mm -hmm. and all of that to celebrate. But then I look at the current climate of the world Mm -hmm. and it, it's very grim in a lot of places with what's going on with, you know, the fires in Tahoe and the horrible things going on in Afghanistan. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. And you like feel that on your energy. Um, Mm -hmm. So I try and go back to the things that I can control in my little happy bubble that make yeah. me happy, um, which is my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, they're the continuous lights of my life. Um, we have three of them at home and my family and my friends and my man um, and, you know, being in my house and honestly, my readers too, the people that I connect with through the books and the podcast and yeah. hearing how my crazy story has helped other people heal has made it kind of given me permission to celebrate that when so much chaos is going on in the world that's amazing you definitely inspired me I'm already saving for my Europe trip I'm trying to go next yes (laughs) yeah I've never traveled so I'm like let's go (laughs) do you know do you know where you're gonna go um, I have family in England and then I'm because I'm a teacher I have a lot of friends that are teachers so they're kind of like all over Europe so I'm just going to hit a few spots that they are at. And then I feel like once I get there, I might be more comfortable. Just be like, I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to go. Yes. And- it's it's life changing and liberating. I'm yeah. so excited for you. I'm super pumped. Even just like 
I had like a three month window where I was living on my own and that was the first time I lived on my own um, and that was happened last year. And even that felt like so empowering to be like, I am on my own yep. and I am good and alive right now and the house isn't burned down and <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so travel's the next step. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm right there with you. As soon as, you know, the world gets a little more normal, mm-hmm. I'm ready to just like be out of the country for as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I love having summers off as a teacher, but I'm like, let's let's allow travel so I can just go. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, I would love to know if you have any advice for the younger you or maybe girls that are in their like early to mid 20s. Ah, the younger <laughs> me. Um, I always go whenever I get this question, I laugh because it's the advice that I still need to give myself now, right. um, which is to just let go of control mm. a little bit more. Um, I think I've I've made things harder on myself because I have an issue with letting go of control. Mm. Um, so definitely that. And as far as, you know, girls that are in their early to mid twenties to not take anything too seriously. Um, it it really is the time where you should be just like living it up and Mm. really, you know, I'm not saying not to commit to people and have relationships because like I got married at 25, but (laughs) <laughs> and look how well that turned out. But, you know, to to really, like, make sure that you experience everything you want to experience. I wish I would have started solo traveling earlier in my 20s. Um, and to, to really, like, you know, experiencing life the way mm-hmm. that, you know, you should. I love that. I agree. I'm only 26, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so normally I would ask next for a book recommendation, but do you want to just tell us the title of your, both of your books and then where people can grab them? Yeah, but I'm happy to recommend other authors' books sure. too. So the first one is Eat, Pray, FML, and the sequel to that is The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl. Uh, they're both exclusively on Amazon, or you can get signed copies on my website, which is eatprayfml.com. That's also where we have all the merch for the podcast, which is FML Talk. Mm-hmm. Um And as far as other books, I always recommend uh, Donald Miller's Scary Close. It's a really good one if you're looking into communication and relationships. I really, really enjoyed it. And it's it's an easy, light read. Um, I love Jenna Jamison's How to Make Love Like a Porn Star. It's like 650 pages. I read it in three days. And I'm not a big reader. Wow. it's, a, it's her memoir, and I think it's fucking awesome. Um, and people that are looking for books similar to the style of Eat, Pray, FML, mm-hmm. I recommend Andy Dorfman's It's Not Okay. She was uh, The Bachelorette oh, a couple, yeah. a while ago. <laughs> um, but it's, it's written in a very similar, fun style like mine. Super fun. I have so many books now to, to check out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How can people get connected with you? You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, I am on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Gabrielle Stone. I'm most active on Instagram. And my TikTok is at Gabrielle underscore Stone. Amazing. Well, thank you again for coming on. And I know that you'll have a lot of new followers very soon and lots more people loving your book. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad that it's helped you on your journey, girl. So thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Girl, 
Well, thanks for tuning in this week to the Happy Healthy Girl podcast. In case no one has told you yet today, I am so damn proud of you and the commitment to your growth. If you enjoyed this pod, I'd love for you to share it with a girlfriend, tag me in your Instagram stories, and leave a quick review. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay authentically you.